0: Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to the Handle Your Scandal podcast. I'm your host, Mara Watkins. And today we have a special guest with us, my friend Alpha. So Alpha was my first friend at Boyd. So we're going to have her on the podcast today. So say hi, Alpha.
1: Hey, everyone.
0: So yes, Alpha, as I mentioned earlier, is one of my good friends at my law school. Um, She was my first friend that I met at the Admitted Students Day. So a little bit about her. She's a 2L, obviously, at UNLV Boyd School of Law. So, Alpha, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, not us, because, you know, I know you, but the listeners (laughs) might not know you. So go ahead.
1: Hey, guys. I'm Alpha. Um, I was born in California and lived there for about three years. And then I moved to Las Vegas and been here ever since. So... It's pretty much my home. Um, I plan to practice in Las Vegas after graduation. Um, I think it's a really good place to live. And
0: I agree. Yeah. You know what? I feel like Vegas gets a bad rep. Yeah. But like, really, honestly, where else are you gonna live where you can literally always find something to do? Yeah. No matter the time of day. Yeah. People just hate on Vegas, and I don't understand it. Yeah. So yeah, Vegas I- locals y'all
1: know. Yeah, I definitely used to be one of those people that was like, "Oh my gosh, once I graduate, I'm going to go back to California. That's where I'm meant to be." And then I just kind of grew used to it and became fond of it. So, it's really not that bad. I think it just depends on your perspective. Um and also another thing about me um, I love watching Netflix and staying at home if anybody knows me they know I love staying Listen, at home
0: Alpha is not going don't ask her. <laughs> Don't ask her to go she's not coming unless it's a super nice dinner she'll show up You have to and- you have to know your friends and honor that and we well me personally I've just gotten to the point with Alpha where I'm like why would I even text her to go out? Like, <laughs> she's <laughs> she's not coming. I'm not
1: coming. But, but if it's, you know, with my close friends, like you guys, you know, like my friends at law school or just like outside of law school, I always show up, I think, as far as like birthdays and like important stuff like that. But um, yeah, basically, and I love to binge watch Netflix shows like Love is Blind.
0: Oh my goodness. I talked about this show on the last episode. And did you watch the? Fi- did you finish the Yes.
1: <laughs> I watched Jesse. Uh,
0: no, no, no. no. <laughs> oh, sorry. sorry. <laughs> we don't want to spoil it for everyone, okay. but okay. I think anyone watching knows that Jesse's Jessica. Is it Jessica? Oh, oh Jesse no. Woo. Woo. Oh, my bad. <laughs> okay. Oh my god, her story. Were you hollering? Dying. Why is she so funny? Dying. I was so mad because I didn't watch it again before it went away because uh-huh. you know stories are only twenty four hours. She should have made that a highlight.
1: I screen recorded it. You're
0: so-, <laughs> You're so smart. Oh my God. Why didn't I think of that? This is why Alpha is the brains of friendship <laughs> because she's so smart. I'm like, why didn't I think of that? It's so funny. Yeah.
1: It's, I love that show.
0: Yeah. I, I cried. Aw.
1: I wish I we cried. could talk about it more. I know.
0: I We could talk about it after this. Okay. But I don't want to ruin it for anyone who maybe for some reason doesn't binge watch Netflix or has a life and didn't have
1: time to watch it. But this show is the exception to the rule of not binge watching shows. I just... This is so easy to watch. It's not hard. And like, it's love. Like...
0: Is it? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, Alba, I I can't say I can um, relate to these people and they're falling in love in two days and a half.
1: Yeah. Falling really hard.
0: But yeah, Netflix is totally Alpha's thing. She's the reason why I'm watching this damn show. Well, why I started watching it? She's like, have you watched it yet? And I was like, no, I haven't had time. She's like, you need to make time. Period. <laughs> Period. <laughs> so besides binge watching the hot mess express that is Love is Blind, what else have you been up to, Alpha?
1: Um, As of lately, I've just been, obviously, no school is going on. So that's a big chunk of my time right there.
0: Yeah, and also I know that you guys leave for Cincinnati next week for a mock trial competition, excuse me, a national mock trial competition. So tell us a little bit about that.
1: Um, so yeah, we're going to Cincinnati, Ohio for a mock trial competition. Um, we did regionals in California, so me and my amazing team are going to head over there next week, actually, and it should be super exciting. I mean, I've never been to Cincinnati before, so I'm excited to see what that would be like.
0: It's going to be cold, that's
1: what <laughs> <laughs> Which will be a change from, like, here, because here it's just, like, up and down and I don't know if I can handle the cold anymore I'm just I can't handle the wind I can't handle the being like I just need it to be summer already I need sunlight
0: I need you to relax because (laughs) me and summer we beefing
1: yeah
0: yeah I'm gonna be like you in the summer like don't ask me no actually Um, I'll be the opposite ask me at night don't ask me during the day unless it's brunch I can make an exception brunches but I'm not eating outside too hot yeah. But yeah, so that's super exciting. Um, a little background for you all. If you haven't listened to the episode, episode two with Jasmine and Ariel, we were on our way back from um, regional convention, which also was the regional mock trial competition that Alpha competed in. And they took second place. And she's the one who dropped the trophy. Because <laughs> I talked about it on the episode. But honestly, it was so sad. Alpha was so sad so upset and i felt so bad because i couldn't stop laughing (laughs) but like (laughs) this is alpha and they're going into that competition so yeah if you haven't checked out that episode check out that episode so aside from winning at nationals because hello that's what you're gonna do hopefully let's let's just claim it not jinx it we're gonna claim it besides that what are your goals for march
1: so for the month of March, I, I have a few goals. One of them is definitely to be more present. I think just with school and life in general, it's easy to not really soak in where you're at right now and like kind of just be proud of your achievements and your accomplishments. It's just easy to get wrapped up into the next thing, into the next day and what you're gonna do and what you shouldn't do. And then you just lose sight of what's happening now. And I think I've caught myself being in that space a lot of times so I just want to be more present and enjoy the moment as cliche as it sounds I think it's super important
0: no I mean it's definitely not cliche I feel like just the the like the time that we live in right now it's just it's there's so many devices that we have that make us not present like between our computers and our phones and just well, being in law school, we're always literally worried about the next thing that needs to be done. So, I don't think that's cliche at all. I think it's something we need to be more mindful of as millennials because I'm guilty of it. Like, I'll be in class, I'll be on my MacBook, and I'm like looking up the thing I need to do when I get out of class. And it's like, no, I should be in class actually paying attention so I can not look crazy on the exam. <laughs> and just you know, being on our phones all the time. I actually spent the last not today but yesterday I like made it a thing where my phone was upstairs for like the first hour or two that I was awake Mm -hmm. and it just was such a good start to my day compared to like scrolling and tweeting and you know just like actually being present with myself and I think I was listening to an audiobook which isn't really like completely present but it's more present than like mindlessly scrolling for hours so I think that's a good thing to keep in mind. Yeah. What else? What else do we have for March?
1: For March, we also have I just want to be um more intentional with my relationships with people and just my actions i think again that kind of goes hand in hand with being present we sometimes do mindlessly do stuff and i think the intentionality of it is what makes it matter it makes your actions that much more powerful so i want to be more intentional and think about what i can do and what i should do and what i you know probably um won't do but being intentional is pretty important i think if you put, yeah.
0: Yeah, no. That's good. I I, I want to be more intentional too. I even made this little bowl that's like intentions, and I was Aww. supposed to like rip up a bunch of papers and have like different intentions for the day and like grab one on my way out. I heard about this on a podcast. I think it's called Growing Out Loud with Nusha D. Anyways, she had suggested this on her Instagram a long time ago, and I want to start doing it, but I just made the bowl and I never. <laughs> I'm, like, you know, I'm, like, the person who's, like, super gung-ho about the initiation of things, and then the follow-through, we don't know her. (laughs) But, yeah, no, definitely, that's a good goal as well. Do you have any other ones, or is that where
1: you're... I have two more. All right. Okay. She's like,
0: excuse me, I have two. Don't rush me, please. (laughs) No, go ahead.
1: Okay. (laughs) Um... So another one of my goals is being, I think I mentioned this to you earlier in the year when the new year was starting, but I want to be able to be vulnerable Um, as far as who I am and like my life. I think there's a lot that I don't really tell people. (laughs) <laughs> shimara's making a face right
0: now <laughs> y'all alpha is the queen of scorpio mystery like this girl she's a scorpio we didn't say that earlier but she's a scorpio shout out to the scorpios i get along with the women the men Hmm, we don't know but shout out to the Scorpios. but yeah she's like the scorpio mystery queen like we were just talking about like how alpha we just never know with her like we always find out things about alpha and we're like what like <laughs> we would have never thought that
1: and th- yeah like not like it's crazy but it's, <laughs> it's just like, like what yeah it's like so part of the reason it's like okay we obviously um like it's hard to be vulnerable you know like no one wants to sh- like tell people their weaknesses or what's going on like the troublesome stuff in their life so mm-hmm. But I found that when I'm interacting with other people, when people share that experience with me or just with anybody, I'm like, I kind of just take a step back and I'm like, that was really brave of them or strong of them to share. And I don't take it lightly, even though some people might take it lightly. They Mm -hmm. may think, okay, whatever. But I think um, when you share like that type of vulnerability and you're more transparent, you build stronger relationships with people. And so that's what I would want for at least the month of March.
0: Y'all heard the woman vulnerability builds stronger relationships, but it's scary, especially I feel like the environment that we're in with law school where it's like you don't want anyone to think you're weak, especially because we're black women like hello. So it's like you have to like have that little front but at the same time it is very important to like at least be vulnerable with people that you trust because that definitely helps build stronger relationships so i love that for you I know you said you had two more so what's the fourth one
1: um so the fourth one is i want to be able to set aside time for reflection again i think this just all goes back to being present because i go month by month and i'm not really reflecting i'm not seeing what i did and i look back sometimes and i'm just like oh i wish i would have celebrated that more or, oh i wish i would have taken the time to improve on what i could have done and those are like missed moments that i find myself not really taking advantage of and i think that could be resolved just by reflecting just taking like two minutes out of my day to just in the grand scheme of like the 24 hours that we have two minutes can feel like a lot but i feel like if it's reflection then it's worth
0: oh yeah definitely for sure so do you like journal or anything
1: so i do journal but it's really hard because i'm really lazy No,
0: honestly, mood. I totally feel that.
1: (laughs) You know? And so sometimes I'm like, God, okay, what am I... Like, how else can I vent, you know? And sometimes it's just a matter of, I don't know, talking to myself. Maybe out loud or just internally. But I don't want to get too into my head. So sometimes setting a time limit, I think, would be good for me, at least personally. So I don't just go down this hole of, like, existential crisis. (laughs) So...
0: (laughs) no yeah I definitely feel that I try to journal before bed every night allegedly but not really Mm -hmm. like once every week but I'm trying to be more um intentional about every night because in my ideal world I would be journaling to get everything out meditating to be peaceful and then going to sleep and I feel like nights that I do that I definitely sleep better than when I don't journal and I spend the first 15 minutes in bed reflecting on the day, but not in like the good way, the way that's like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I said that thing that I said. I hope nobody hates me three years from now because I said that shit. But you know what I'm saying? Like, I do think it's important to like reflect, but like you said, not do it too much. I do try to set limits when I actually do take time to journal because I can write forever. Mm. Y'all know me. I love to talk. Yeah, so those are some pretty good goals. Um, I still haven't even thought about my March goals. Besides, I'm trying to do more yoga because I've been eating Charlie horses and that shit is whack. Mm. I'm sick of it. So I don't know my March goals. So thanks for giving me some inspiration. But anyways, as we mentioned, which I mentioned I feel like a thousand times on my podcast. But, you know, Alpha is my law school friend. (laughs) But before she went to UNLV Law, she actually did do her undergrad at UNLV so tell us about that Alpha what was your major
1: um as an undergrad I was a political science major
0: oh yes you don't strike me as a political science major no every political science major I know right now is like harassing everyone to vote in the primary and like their whole social media is about that and you don't really not that that's a bad thing yeah I'm not gonna comment on how I feel about it. I'm just saying it's something I've noticed in poli sci majors. Oh okay. So I, I didn't know that.
1: Yeah, I I did poli sci all four years and I really liked it. Um I also had an interest in philosophy as well. And I had an interest in a lot of things. I'm the type of person where I wanna dabble in everything. I don't really want to settle on one thing, so like criminal justice i know you did criminal justice
0: yeah but i was literally the same way in undergrad and it kind of sucked because like i looked up and i realized i had taken a lot of different classes about a lot of different things but i didn't have a minor uh, because i could never decide like there was a very big part where i was like oh i'm gonna double major in english and then there was another part where i'm like oh what about women's studies oh what about africana studies Ooh, what about psychology none of them <laughs> just a regular old criminal justice major who took a lot of classes which was good because I do feel like I learned a lot in those things but I definitely don't have like anything to show for it like physically If that makes sense
1: no yeah I same I had you know just one major graduated as a poli-sci major but same thing I took classes in different areas like psychology philosophy like that kind of stuff really interested me and so I really enjoyed that and I think UNLV kind of made me want to stay in Vegas after graduation, which I thought going into it after high school, I was like, oh my goodness, if I'm going to be at UNLV for four more years, then I have to go somewhere else after that. Mm -hmm. I ended up liking it. um, And I just, I don't really know how to explain how or why I did. I think I get really homesick. Mm. And even if it's like on vacation for like a week, I kind of just, I'm like, okay, when am I going to go home? Yeah. So.
0: Okay. So that's why you applied to Boyd. Yeah. Did you apply anywhere else?
1: I didn't. Boyd was.
0: <laughs> Boyd our bust. saying I only here. applied to Boyd too. Cause I, I mean, I did the whole undergrad in San Diego thing and it was cool. It was really fun. But like my parents are my only family here. Everyone mm. else is in Ohio. So it's like, as I'm getting older, they're getting older. And I was like, no, nah, I need to come back. Like, yeah. I miss my parents. Like, yeah. I miss being able to just... Well, now I live with them. So it's not even like pull up in their house. It's like, I live here now. But you know what I'm saying? Like, just being around them a lot.
1: Honestly, I think having a support system is important. At least just during school. Because it's really hard. I commend people for branching out and being on their own. Especially during law school or just grad school in general. Ooh, girl, I... I don't know how I they don't, do it. I
0: <laughs> can't relate. I
1: would, I know myself enough to know that I would legit, number one, have breakdowns. Multiple. Multiple. <laughs> and number two, um, I don't think I would enjoy my experience. Even the law, like, law school is, like, what I love, you know? Like, mm-hmm. the practice of law is, like, something I've always admired. But I think I couldn't go in, um, what's the expression? Like, I couldn't fully
0: appreciate it
1: fully appreciate it if I didn't have a support system
0: yeah around me oh definitely I think I mean I think it's doable just because you know you're already going to be miserable and if it's like a city that you've never seen or that you want to go to but I definitely think it has to be like everything else has to be perfect for you to enjoy law school if it's not with your family because you know say if I was in law school in San Diego again again no yeah anyways so like, if I was in law school in San Diego, I wouldn't mind it because, well, one, I did undergrad there, and two, it's like a beautiful city with like a lot to do. But like, if I was in Montana, well, I'm dropping out. <laughs> no shade to any Montana listeners in the future. Definitely don't have any right now, but we never know in the future. Um, so, yeah, I think that's a very big thing is like family just makes it way easier. And like, I commend people to yeah. doing it away from everyone because. I don't think I would have survived without my family.
1: And yeah, I agree with you. Um, also, I think it's also important to have people that understand. I mean, it's hard to understand what law school is like if you're not in law school. Period. I. I you can't <laughs> explain it to I, people. I can't. And sometimes it's, it's even shocking to me how much it's not similar to undergrad it's like a completely different world it's a different way of living it's a different lifestyle even though it's only three years I think only it (laughs) (laughs) that's a
0: long time I'm sorry
1: (laughs) no okay yeah even though it's three long years it definitely at least with me so far I can I can see it I think law school has taught me to respect other people's time way more Mm -hmm. because now we're interacting with attorneys and we're interacting with people who have busy lives and have a professional career and time is really of the essence and so having people who understand what law school is like is super crucial because like my family like my support system it's hard to explain to them how stressful law school is because usually I like to not pour that energy out to people if they're not in law school. So I think it's really important that you have a support system that if they don't understand at least tries to and that makes a world of a difference as opposed to people who can't understand or won't make the effort to understand.
0: Yeah, my mom definitely doesn't get it, especially because I'm someone who processes my emotions by crying. <laughs> I'm a crybaby, so, like, it'll be the most smallest, th- most smallest, like, I don't have a degree, whatever. <laughs> it'll be, like, the smallest thing, and it'll just be that day where I'm just very overwhelmed and I just start crying, and my mom's like, what is your problem? Why are you <laughs> I love my mom, but she just, like, doesn't get how, like, it's such a high stress environment and just one thing can just push you like Over there. to where you're like I just need to cry yeah and it's just gonna come out and once we do that we're gonna keep it pushing but these tears are gonna cry exactly <laughs> precisely <laughs> no so I definitely think that's important especially like for me personally I like having like you all that I have in law school who I can vent about certain things that other people just won't get but then also like being reminded that there's life bigger than law school it's like a good it's a hard balance to strike I feel like what do you think
1: yeah I exactly that's I guess that's what I meant when um you know like it's it's three years of your life and it goes by so fast we're already in our second year and I feel like and all the knowledge that we gain is ultimately for the future and it's for our professional careers, whether we're attorneys or whether we're consultants or however we choose to use our degree, um, it's for other people. And so I think looking at it that way kind of helps me when I do have mental breakdowns because I'm like, okay, law school is not the end all be all. That there's you know there's more to life after graduation, and it's just a matter of looking forward as opposed to stressing about the small things that happen. And through my multiple breakdowns, which, I mean, whether anyone wants to admit it or not, it does get stressful at times. And so I just kind of, my perspective is that it's okay if it's not okay. And mm-hmm. and I think me grasping that, looking at it that way, uh, calms my nerves and makes me less anxious. Because if you're just used to things not really working out how you planned it to that's okay because there's going to be some instances in your life at least for me personally there's been some instances in my life where things have literally not worked out in any sort of way that i planned it and i still ended up with a good result like more than great outcome
0: yeah that's totally true um i personally i'm someone you know you know alpha i believe in like the power of the universe and manifesting things and i do you think that Sometimes things don't work out so that better things can just happen. In every situation I can think back in my life where I was really upset about not getting something at the time, things worked out better in the future. So definitely, definitely agree with you there.
1: And I'm a very spiritual person. Um, I pray, you know, almost literally every day and I get really excited for each morning because it's really not promised. And so, um... I think just praying to God really helps me get through those rough days where I legitimately feel exhausted, and I don't have it in me in any way, shape, or form. But at the end of the day, it it's okay, again, for things not to be okay, and I think life's more fun when it's that way, when, when you can't really predict the outcome, because Life's more fun when you can't really predict the outcome because, at the end of the day, it's such a burden lifted off of me when I know that I'm not the only person um, making decisions. Like, I have a higher power that's guiding me and that's helping me make the right decisions, and that at the end of the day, it'll all work out. So, and I've been following Mara on her Instagram for a minute now, and she does this, she does um, manifest Mondays. Well,
0: I used to. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but when she did do them, I found myself in a better headspace because, you know, you're already on Instagram or at least I'm already on Instagram and we can get, con- I can get so consumed in, um, watching content that doesn't really serve me, you know? And so Mara's Instagram is that Instagram that you wanted or that you want um, Mara's Instagram is that Instagram that you always want to watch her stories, you always want to see her posts, because they end up just being positive and have you reflect on your own life, and I think that's something that we all need. So she used to do Manifest Mondays that had me reflect on the beginning of the week, what I wanted to do, what I wanted to achieve, whether it was in the health aspect or the school aspect, just thinking about those things made a difference because Thursday could come around and I could just think about, oh yeah, I did say that I wanted to do that I posted it on my story like I have to follow up now and so whatever it takes I guess to follow through on those um, matters and so Mara's Instagram was really helpful with that
0: oh thank you thank you no I did used to do manifest Mondays but it was literally like you and one other person that ever did them <laughs> so I just was like I would forget to do them and then you guys never bugged me about it so I was like uh, fuck it. Oh, well, yeah. but I do want to bring them back. I still have the template. I just always forget to post it. But yeah, I do think it's important to, um, trust in God and the universe or whatever you want to call it. I call it different things depending on what I'm speaking about or yeah, I definitely think it's important to lean on God and the universe as well as yourself in manifesting what you want because manifestation people think it's just like, oh, speaking in a And then it is, it's like, no, you have to manifest it. But then also faith without works is dead. So you got to do what you got to do, period. Speaking of, you know, faith and God and manifesting and all of that. What are some things that you've learned already so far in 2020? In
1: 2020, I've learned that I've learned that you should really trust your gut and your instinct
0: I'm sorry, my- y'all can't see me, but I'm literally like doing the little, the little slow nod of like, oh, she's speaking to my spirit. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Go no, ahead. Fine.
1: Yeah. So really trusting your gut and your instinct, I think that's that's confirmation to me more than anything. If I'm ever unsure about something, it's usually in a scenario where I don't want to trust my gut and I'm not really listening to it as I should be. So. That nudge, I never really ignore. And the only reason I say that is because I've had instances in my life where I've ignored it, and it's just it's just played out exactly how I feared it to play out. And mm-hmm. so I tell myself, I told you so, and it's you- a lesson learned. Go ahead, go
0: ahead. Listen, there is nothing worse. Okay, it already sucks if someone else tells you, I told you so, but when you literally tell yourself, I told you so, it's like, what the f- <laughs> it's like okay like could you you saw this coming you knew are
1: you surprised hello
0: are you surprised yeah no one yourself you're not surprised
1: exactly and so that's crucial and it's been more apparent now than ever that I learned in 2020 that I should listen to my gut more also I've learned that if things are not okay that's perfectly fine and that sounds lunatic but in the grand scheme of things, it's okay for things not to be okay as long as you do your best and you put a good faith effort into what you're doing. I think your intention behind the actions that you do matter most as opposed to just the outcome because you could have the outcomes in your favor all the time, but if you're just mindlessly doing it, I think it takes the magic out of it. So I think that's really important.
0: Definitely. Definitely. Just going back to the whole trusting your gut thing, it's so crazy that you said that because I recently started listening to this audiobook that well, it's not my first time reading this book. Um I read the book during my gap years between law school and undergrad, but I'm listening to the audiobook because I hate reading now <laughs> because of school. So it's like if I cannot read and just listen to audiobook, I'm gonna do it. It's just convenient. But anyways, I'm listening to this audiobook, book, um, You Are a Badass. And there's like a subtitle, like, it's like a whole sentence about stop doubting your greatness. And the section I was listening to today was talking about how we need to trust our gut more. Because, as you said, it just plays out how you knew it was going to play out. And you, you already knew it. Why mm-hmm. did you, like, you just get screwed over more by doubting yourself and not trusting your gut so definitely listeners keep that in mind trust your gut queen alpha said it so do it
1: and the last thing i've learned in 2020 was something that you mentioned in your instagram mara that was a huge revelation to me because it's something that i didn't really take into consideration but i feel like at least me personally i have to be more proud of my accomplishments
0: period no sorry period (laughs) like period i'm not i I don't mean to cut you off but period yeah
1: because i think people can have the perception that when you are proud of your accomplishments or when you post them on social media or when you're telling more than a lot of people or when you're telling you know your friends about it that it can be seen as boasting and it could be seen as bragging it could be seen as arrogant but it's really not when you do it with tact number one and when you just kind of know the time and place I think that just matters but I am usually in fear about sharing my accomplishments not because obviously not because I'm ashamed of them but I think like oh my goodness like I still have more to do like I can't brag about this just yet you know and I think why not like why not be proud like what's the worst that can happen that people are going to congratulate you that people don't congratulate you like it's still a good accomplishment on its face and that you should be proud of it because if it happened to anybody else they would be super proud of it so it it should be celebrated if not by anyone definitely by you however you want to celebrate that
0: yes exactly um i definitely talked about that was the episode not my most recent episode but episode three Yeah, episode three, which was the reflecting on the year so far, self-compassion and letting yourself shine episode, I touched on that and how Alpha, you know, in law school, there's like this vibe of like, you don't want to be the person who's always like bragging about stuff that you do. But at the same time, there is a balance between bragging and just celebrating yourself. You should celebrate yourself. So I'm glad that you got that off of my Instagram because I really do think... You know, as women especially, it's very important for us to celebrate ourselves because we're taught to not take up so much space by, like, socialization, and we need to take up that space and we need to own the shit that we do. Like, that's just how I honestly feel. So, yeah, I'm glad that you've learned that this year Yeah. and all the other things you've learned. It's very insightful. So, another thing I need to ask you, which is the whole point of the podcast, mm. is how do you handle your scandal aka balance your busy life I know that you obviously we've been talking about law school this entire episode sorry if you hate it but not really not sorry (laughs) but you know law school internship family time you know you live at home so like that's a whole nother struggle that a lot of people are unfamiliar with so yeah how do you handle your scandal
1: I handle my scandal by making sure that in each month I have self-care days because those are really important and I try not to guilt trip myself in taking them even though I might be missing out on important stuff only because I know ultimately if I'm not at my best nothing that I do will really be at my best as far as my productivity hello so that's how I mainly handle my scandal I also want to push myself to not just be stuck in one place so I'll you know push myself sometimes you know I'll go out with you guys or probably do something like on my own just have a drive by myself and that clears my mind when I'm stressed and I find myself feeling really refreshed after that and I also think it's a huge I think mindset is a really important thing when it comes to balancing a busy life because that's
0: true yeah
1: yeah if I remind myself I can't tell myself wholeheartedly that law school is not stressful because it is but what i can tell myself is that even though law school can be stressful i chose to go to law school and i chose it with the mindset of making a positive impact and difference in people's lives and it just starts with baby steps so if i can wake up every morning and think okay it's a brand new day it's a clean slate i don't really have to worry about yesterday because that's done and over with, and that this is a new day, then it makes a world of a difference, and I don't feel as overwhelmed because I just feel like I'm starting over. And so I think once I have that mindset, everything else just becomes smaller and it doesn't become overwhelming. And I also think sometimes I can really hyper focus on myself and what i'm doing and what Mm -hmm. i'm not doing and as soon as i take the focus out of myself because ultimately i think life is really not about me but what i do for other people and how it impacts them that's much more powerful in the long run
0: wow sorry y'all i just need to sit with that for a second i'm gonna let y'all sit with it too because she just said a word a word many words but a word Yeah, I think it's very important to keep that perspective of it being bigger than you. Um, I'm definitely a proponent of, like, I do think it's important to make myself a priority. But at the same time, I do think that if there's not other things that you focus on in certain fields, myself will just decide, no, I'm I'm not, I'm not gonna be in law school anymore. I'm gonna drop out and be a social media influencer. That's just what's gonna happen. So I do think having that bigger goal and that bigger impact that you want to make to help others is really important in surviving life so that's so good wow y'all better listen if you haven't talked to alpha you need to talk to alpha because she be having the gems so make sure that you talk to her if you go to boyd and if you don't you can follow her on instagram so alpha tell the people where to follow you at
1: so my instagram is xo dot alfa so alpha, and then my twitter is just at xo alpha alfa so
0: you heard the woman <laughs> i'm gonna put that in the show notes so if you want to hear some more of alpha's wonderful insight you can follow her there thank you for coming out today alpha and being on this episode i really appreciate you literally y'all i was planning on my episodes and the person who I wanted this week, I didn't know was going out of town. So she's going to be on next week's episode. But I was like, oh, my goodness, I've had too many solo episodes. I need a guest. And then Alpha, like the angel she is, was like, I can be on your podcast. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, yes, please. She's like, are you serious? I'm like, no, but really. Like,
1: No, I'm so honored, honestly. So thank you, Mara. You're welcome. I really do
0: appreciate you. Um, I hope y'all enjoyed this episode and if you did share with someone you know do what you need to do to get the word out about handle your scandal and yeah y'all have a good rest of your day and make sure to handle your scandal